You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, guys? Coach Ben here. You are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you some tips in which you could take into your training immediately to recover more quickly from bench pressing. Okay, so we just went through a super heavy volume. We just went through a high-intensity session. All right, let's just picture ourselves going through this brutal bench session. All right, and it's you know it's going to leave you emotionally drained physically drained you're going to be sore what can we do to recover more quickly from these break you down type of workouts because the quicker we can recover the more frequency we could possibly add into our training the more volume we could possibly handle perhaps we can have more intensity in there you know all those main variables that'll spark progress Okay, we can recover more quickly. We can do more work. We can make that training workforce adjust to it, get stronger, and not hit the wall in which we are overreaching or we are doing too much. We can't recover, and that's when you know you're taking from the well too often. All right, training is all about taking from the well but then putting more water back into it than you took until your well is overflowing. That is strength gain, okay? That is what we are trying to do. So we can't take too much from the well without replacing water. This is a strategy that is going to help you replace more water in your strength well. All right. How I like to utilize this strategy, what we're doing here is... Doing high rep work either on a separate day or on the same day in which we train. All right, we're using high rep pressing work because it is going to promote blood flow to the area that we just worked. So essentially giving us a, a pump. I call this your pump work for the day. Okay, and that's important because increase blood flow to the area when we get a pump that's what that is is just increased blood flow to the area we are feeding those working muscles and helping them recover more quickly all right so whether we do this at the end of a workout to start kickstarting recovery or we do this on a separate day to help promote less uh, fatigue such as soreness and whatnot you're you're gonna help um, promote recovery going into the next session. So you can utilize either or strategy, and I've used this with my athletes, with myself. All right, and I'm going to tell you how I like to implement this quote-unquote pump work in order to speed up recovery. But before I do that, let me just caveat this by saying the best recovery that you're ever going to do is when you are sound asleep. When you are sound asleep, getting a good night's sleep, getting the hours in, that is when your recovery is going to be at its best. 
So you're never going to recover better than when you are sleeping soundly because that is when recovery happens. So sleep is king. I always say that sleep is absolutely king. You cannot over uh, emphasize that that sleep is the number one thing that you need to be doing. So if you're not currently sleeping well, if you don't get much sleep, you have to figure out what can I do to get more sleep. Okay, because that's going to be the king of recovery. All right, nutrition, obviously a huge, huge thing as well. But this is something we can do directly influencing the training. That will help. Okay, so if your nutrition's good, your sleep's good, right? Those nutrients are there so that we can feed those muscles, recover quickly. All right, this is going to help you. So how I like to implement these strategies, we can attack it separate day or same day. Things that I like to include same day. So let's just say we just did a ton of benching. It was really heavy or we had a lot of volume um, and we feel broken down. We feel fatigued. We're tired. All right. Same day strategy. High rep flies is something that I love to implement at the end of the workout. Before you leave, just pump up your upper body using flies. Really get into the chest. Get that blood flow going, all right? Just do some high rep flies. Whether you want to use cables, you want to do dumbbells, I wouldn't overthink it, but I would do these flies now with the purpose of breaking yourself down more. So we're not trying to use killer weight in which we're fatiguing at 10 reps. We're going to shoot for like 20 reps, if not more, with really, really light weight. And we're going to focus on the contraction of the muscle uh, that mind-muscle connection, we're not going to just try to get through the exercise with as much weight as possible. So that's very, very important. I also like to implement high rep machine pressing. Okay, so what do you want to jump on? My personal favorite is the hammer strength equipment. I love hammer strength machines, whether it's incline, decline, flat, um, whatever you have available to you in your space, wherever you train at, make use of those machines. I like that because... Um, it's a controlled bar path. The stability is there for you. So you already got that training effect from your bench work for the day. Okay, so we don't need to stress that anymore. You've already really worked that stabilization factor. Your back should be lit up. Your shoulders should be lit up. All right, you've already worked hard at that. Now we're just trying to, again, flush blood flow to that area, promote recovery. I like to get on a machine for that purpose. I personally like the incline hammer strength machine just because then I can tap into a little bit more shoulders too. As someone who has a really big arch, not a big range of motion, anything that I can do to hit on the shoulders a little bit more, have more direct chest work uh, is going to be beneficial just to add some volume there because uh, I'm not getting that as much when I'm benching as opposed to someone who doesn't have as much arch, maybe has longer arms. All right, they might be better off doing some decline pressing. All right, really attack the the chest but spare the shoulders more because they've already worked at. So again, the idea here, don't break your body down. Let's build it up. Let's use this as an opportunity to get a vicious pump, get that blood flow going, promote that recovery. Now how we can do this on a separate day, the strategies I like to implement. One, high rep feet up benching. Again, going for about 20 reps. You're going to place your feet up on the pad because we're not worried about setting up right now. Again, we're not looking for the most weight possible. We're looking to go through a complete full range of motion. 
shoulders in a good position. But again, we're using this as a recovery modality. So we are going to do high rep feet up benching. And the weight, we're not trying to get anything out of the weight. You can push yourself because it's 20 rep sets, right? So the weight's naturally just not going to be very heavy because it's such a high rep set. But I want you to focus on just the execution of maintaining the same exact bar path every time. I want you to maintain control throughout the entire range of motion. I want you to pause slightly to the chest. I don't want you to deload into your chest. All right, I want everything to be super strict as if you were pressing off a Smith machine. That's how I tell athletes to look at it. Like you're pressing off a Smith machine is how you need to do this type of work. All right. Now, the bamboo bar. This is one of the bars in which I tell you, earthquake bar, one that you should get. All right. So if all you have is a straight bar, do the feet up benching. But if you do have an earthquake bar available to you on another day or you want to invest in an earthquake bar because I think it's one of the top bars that you really should have in your gym. Now, I know if you don't have a garage space or your own space, then it's not really up to you. Right. You can suggest it. But if you don't have it, you don't have it. If you have it, awesome. We're going to utilize that for high rep work as well. Okay, because the nice thing with the earthquake bar is we can really load up that bar to get a good training effect out of it, train the stabilizers, go through a full range of motion, promote that pump per se, but we're not going to be using a ton of weight because it bounces all over the place on you. It really severely limits the actual weight that you can have on that bar. So that is why it's a great tool to use in this certain situation in which we want to do some additional pressing. That's not going to tap into our recovery, but rather promote recovery going into a future session. So those are the ways in which you can implement this pump work, this pump concept in terms of recovering from a session. All right. Does it help a ton? Probably in the macro scheme of things, doing this pump work, you could get by without it. Does it help? Certainly. Yeah, it could absolutely help. Um, what are the main drivers, though, of recovery? Your sleep, your nutrition. If you are not sleeping good or you are not just eating nutritious foods and getting enough calories and all of that, then you got to look at the hierarchy of things. All right, That's at the top of the pyramid. This stuff that I'm telling you right now isn't going to do a damn for you unless you got that other stuff figured out. It's kind of like nutrition, right? The ultimate driver is calories in, calories out, right? If we don't have that under control, I don't care what your macro breakdown is. I don't care how much protein, fats, carbs. If you're just not consistent with your calories, that doesn't matter, okay? Once you have your calories in check, your macros can be in check. Now we can start looking at things like potentially meal timing, you know, other variables. But unless those big things are in place, these little things don't matter. And that's kind of what we're sitting at right here with this training concept that I'm sharing with you guys today. Make sure your big things are in check. Your sleeping, your nutrition, then these things will help supplement that. All right, This pump work will help supplement that and set you up for success going into your next session. So if you're doing three days benching a week, oftentimes a strategy I always implemented with my athletes is 
this would be like that middle day. So we'd have two main break it down bench type days. And then we would have this recovery workout in which the goal is really to get that pump, uh, kill some soreness in the body, promote recovery going into the next session. All right. That's what I use that middle day for. Now, you could be benching three days a week as a bench-only athlete, and this could be a fourth day. Okay, again, look at this day as not one that's going to break you down and require more recovery, but something that's going to kickstart and promote recovery. All right, appreciate all y'all listening. That's what I got for you today. Do this pump work either on the same day or a separate day. I know it will help dividends in your recovery if everything else is in place. I appreciate everyone. Hey, if you could do me a huge favor, this podcast will always remain free. And all I'll ever ask you to do is if you like the podcast, if you enjoy the information you receive here, just share the podcast with a friend. That means a ton to me. It helps me reach out to more athletes and spread the word how to get stronger, how to get your bench up. All right. I appreciate that very much. And I will talk with y'all next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you're ready to transform your strength, transform your life, and join a team who has your back, follow at Big Benches on Instagram and DM me the words, I'm in, and we'll get you started today. See you guys in the next episode.